Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. That's not just one dealer, that's 30 Ace Hardware dealers, too. Thank you, Stuby, very much. Please tell them thank you, won't you? It doesn't take much energy to, hey, to the manager, hey, thanks for sponsoring Neil's program. Their uh, renewal time comes up in, in months. It's not imminent, but it makes a huge difference if you tell them that. They remember things like that. So I hope that, uh, I hope that you will, uh, I hope that you'll do that, please. That's true with all of my advertisers. Just let them know. So, anyway, the phone number, if you'd like to call, we have Deborah in Bastrop County, who has become a part of her telephone as she waited, and we'll go to her in just a moment. Uh, after that, I'm looking for calls. We'd love to hear from you. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones and, and just doing everything heroic to keep this program going great. And I thank him for that. So we're here every um, every Saturday from 1 until 3. Hope you will be too. So let's, uh, you know, normally I would uh, have our most asked question of the week, but I've kind of covered that with the two St. Augustine things I talked about last hour at the beginning. I uh, kind of covered uh, gray leaf spot and uh, chinch bugs. And we've covered the live oak uh, issue and the oak thing, and we'll cover it a little bit more with Deborah in just a moment. And uh, so those are the most asked questions of the week. So let's just go ahead and talk to Deborah right now. I know that you will fill in behind her, 888-787-5543. So let's uh, talk to Deborah right now. Deborah in Bastrop County. Deborah, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Thanks for waiting so patiently. How can I help you? You are so welcome. It is an honor, and um, I not only treasure you, I've followed you for years. I have your books, but I also have one of your father's books, and I treasure oh. that as well. Which, which <laughs> one do you have of his? I have Plants of the Big Bend. Plants of the National Big Park. Bend. Oh, my goodness I gracious. That, I have a sister that's been out in Marfa for over 50 years, unlike most people. <laughs> and you know that, um, that she's book the reason was, I came by that. Oh, that book was printed and published... Um, best I can tell, I was adopted in 1944 when I was six weeks old, and that book was printed and published, I think, at the same time that I was born. And it took my folks well, a few. See. It took my folks a few weeks to get. Uh, there may have been another printing, but I came across that uh, that stat in my dad's copy of the book. Uh, I have it. Mine is a. Mine is a reprint from '57. Okay, so, well, I was, was two. I was, was two when it was printed. <laughs> well, it was it was reprinted, but uh, but I it took them six weeks to get to San Antonio to to pick me up. They'd been married 17 years, and I only imagine oh, my. how uh, how oh. anxious they were to get there. It was during the war, and and they had to get ration coupons. They had to wait for those, but they also were waiting for the book to be printed. And having gone through a printing and press checks and things, I. <laughs> I know that my dad was anxious, but anyway, well, thank you for sharing that. That's exciting. Well, and I know he was proud, and he must be even so much prouder today because so many people in Texas um, rely on you every week. (laughs) Very kind. Well, how can I help you today? Um, You answered a lot of my questions on the oaks. Uh, We have post red and a few white on two acres. Um, The post... I, I grew up in West Texas, out on the South Plains, so I don't cut down trees willy-nilly. But the posts are expendable compared to the bigger red oaks, especially. And they came out, I would say, maybe 50%. They were very slow to come out, but they've also come out along straight out of the trunk. And right now, the leaves along the canopy are either really anemic or they are crispy brown. And this started about three weeks ago. The leaves that look the best are the ones coming right out of the trunk. And I'm wondering if this, and we've had a mild summer so far for us. Um, if this continues, this decline, are we safe to take, do we need to take those, assume that we can take those out before next spring? Or you're do we need to the, wait until next spring? You're talking about the entire tree or just the dead branches? The whole tree. What's dying is a general death. I mean, as far as the 
the leaves that are curling and, and browning and dying, and we've had that before, usually in August or September after extreme heat, where the larger oaks will, a few of them will just look like they're dead, and then they come back out the next spring. But right. this is very early, and I'm kind of also wondering if the clusters of leaves that are pushing through the bark of the main trunk aren't acting as suckers on the leaves that are up in the canopy, the finer foliage higher up. What percentage of your post oaks are doing that? The post oaks actually are the most, they're actually defoliating. The leaves aren't even crispy and hanging there. And I would say 50% of the post oaks. Yeah. The thing I have a hard time imagining is that these native trees uh, would, <laughs> would react this way because they've been through millennia of, of uh, cold spells, and, and this one was horrible, but um, I can't imagine it was any worse than what they encountered in 12, uh, 1243 A.D. or whatever year. You know, pick a year where there was a bad one, and, and they they made it through those. Um, I... Post oaks are are brittle, and their their branches tend to break pretty easily, and their trunks are not as stable as as like you said as red oaks and live oaks and some of the others. Um, I I would be concerned about leaving them too long, but I don't think there's unless they're right around a building or where people are. I I wouldn't think you'd have any great danger of leaving them until spring to see what comes back out again. But if they okay. are just putting out sprouts along the trunk. That does not sound very likely to to come back out normally next spring. It's right. I, I, really I don't, don't want to be the executioner look. of a tree when I'm <laughs> looking at the tree, but that does not sound good. Well, they look so um, stunted and deformed, and you know, they just even if they would live another you know 25 years like that, they'd never. They don't look like a tree right now. It yeah, they like don't look like they will with, ever amount to anything. With Do you have leaves stuck to it? <laughs> Do you have a forester in Bastrop County? Um, I'm sure we do. I'm sure I, we do. We actually I wonder have, if you have somebody. Park, I think. Yeah, I know. I wonder if you have a forester who has been involved with rebuilding the the state uh, park and the and the forest after the From fire. The- and if so, I would I would try to get in contact with that person and at least have photos or maybe have them take a look. Uh, let me put it this way. What you're encountering, everybody in Bastrop County would have encountered also, and ask what the policy is of post oaks. Now, you mentioned red oaks, and I assume that's Schumard red oak. I'd, I'd be surprised if you have white oaks in Bastrop County. How did you get those we actually have we, we actually had a couple of trees um, back in 16. We had storms through here that toppled half a dozen trees. Uh, including three fairly large ones on the driveway. And two of the three that the tree people came to remove were actually white oaks. Uh, we're right on the edge of where the, the loblolly pines are. We're north of the, of the state park right. where the fire was. But um, so they identified them. And the ones I'm most concerned about, though, are the red oaks. That Because really, we don't have, we have two smallish live oaks, but they're not really... Right. And so, but so the, the best trees we have are the red oaks, and they right now, uh, we have probably 10, and there's four of them that look really bad. And so do they have tufts of green in them, and, and the rest of the tree is is a bear from the tufts outward? Yes, sir. They came out um, late, first of all. They were the last to come out. Right. And uh, they did come out throughout the canopy like normal, but the growth was never really, um, it never looked healthy. It was always on the kind of anemic side. Um, and, it, and it wasn't dark green. It, it didn't look like it was thriving. These are, these are about, native or these are trees that were planted? These are, these are native. All of All these right. trees are native. Right. And... Um, they, uh, we do have actually one Schumard that the people we bought the house from had. It still has a tag on it, but <laughs> these others um, have been here for their. The circumference is probably two, three feet. I mean, they're big trees. They're our best trees. All right. But about a, they were about done emerging the leaves across the canopy when the when the growth started pushing out through 
the trunk of the tree from chest level all the way up into the tree much higher right. than we can on reach. Schumard red oak i would i would definitely wait on the Schumard red oaks to to see how okay. they respond next spring i would let them determine their fate post oaks i'm okay. more worried about because they are notoriously odd in how they behave as you have observed um in right. other years not just this year uh, the white oak i don't know what you have i i have not Course, and, you know, ever... I don't know that we have any left. Well, okay. <laughs> Those well, might have been I our only I won't two. spend any time on that one then. But the but the Schumard Red Oaks, I'm encouraging people to wait on Schumard Red Oaks and see what, what develops. I will put some photos in eGardens this Thursday uh, of what I'm seeing in our area and what others are seeing. My Facebook page went dark about two months ago when Facebook changed their format. I have yet an, uh, the eighth person I have tried to hire to, to – technology expert what it is i have a what's called a fan page and people used to be able to post photos and ask questions and that was taken away had a hundred two thousand people on the page and it's just totally all of a sudden it was like the light switch was turned off so i can't suggest you putting a, a, a photo there because it isn't there now a page is there <laughs> but there's no way for me to see them and so I'm trying to get that activated again. It's it's not a group page. It's a fan page. And, and uh, people are giving me all kinds of suggestions, but they don't work. And uh, so, but I have a, another no. uh, professional, and that may that may come to pass. I need to see the thing to be able to help you. I, I, sure. I, I'm um, not trying to cut we, it short. I can't spend the whole hour on it. Sure. What I'm going to suggest is get a forester or a certified arborist to look at the trees. But I would wait on the Schumard Red Oak. The post oaks, uh, I'd, I'd wait into the fall, but I probably would not wait through the winter time if they're that weak, and uh, if they, especially if you get hot weather and they go downhill during the hot weather, that's going and to the be trunk the growth. Time. Should we leave that trunk growth alone? Yeah, you might as well leave it. It's, okay. Yeah, just leave right. it and, and let it also be part of the measure of how how vigorous the trees are. Thank you so much, sir. God Best bless. Best I got, Deborah. I, I wish I could help more, but but uh, somebody needs to be on site to help you. Good luck with them. And Good luck. All I right. appreciate it so much. All right. Good Bye-bye. deal. Thank you. All right. I'm going to catch myself up here now. I'm way behind. Uh, Texas premier roofing contractor. What's that name? It's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. They serve all of the North Texas area. And their uh, phone number, I'll give you the phone number because that's the way you would contact them. It's 972-562-5788. And uh, Wortham Brothers in business since 1986 with the experience of tens of thousands of roofs installed, including our roof. If you need a new roof, you need Wortham Brothers. If you don't know if you need a new roof, you need Wortham Brothers. The home and the roof inspection is absolutely free. You have absolutely no business going up on your roof unless you are in the roofing business. It's dangerous up there. It's hot up there. And you don't know exactly, well, I can't say that, but most of us don't know how to evaluate the uh, condition of a roof and the flashing and all the other things that go into making a healthy a vibrant roof. They do. And uh, they will bring down pictures and show you what problems are there, or they'll come down and say, your roof looks great. Thanks for calling us. It happens both ways. In our case, they found damage that I didn't know was up there. And uh, we had kind of suspected there was a problem because we had some leaks that were developing. And sure enough, they found the leaks in the valleys and in the flashing. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. If you're trying to sell your house, do it on your terms. Have have Wortham Brothers come out and inspect your roof before you try to put it on the market, before you change insurance carriers. All of that is just critical. And then if you decide you're going to have a new roof, this is the number to call. 972-562-5788. They're the best. On the web, it's wbroofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Hi, I'm Mandy from Hewlin Ace Hardware in Fort Worth. Come see us in the Garden Center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right, Mandy, thank you very, very much. And let's go back to, uh, let's see, what am I doing now? We'll go back to the back to the phones. I'm so far behind, I forgot where I was in my uh, my broadcast clock. Let's go to Dave and Carrollton. Dave, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. I'm going to yes, echo 
what uh, Deborah said. I, I I can't tell you how much I refer people to to you and your value and your just endemic knowledge. And, and we're so thank proud you. to have you as a local member of the community. Well, we like to you. call you our own in North Texas, but we realize that you're, you're statewide and statewide and beyond. So oh, yeah. anyway, um, I am your uh, your token what not to do with a Sago Palm last year with the moving blankets and the floodlights and the smoldering fire. Oh, no. Uh, that occurred. You're my friend. <laughs> and I, yeah. And, oh, I, and I, I appreciated the jolly with uh, you and George Ray McEachern had on uh, in February, I believe, <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you referenced that. Anyway, the Sago's doing fine. It survived. Um, Against but, all odds. But, yes, <laughs> in, indeed. Uh, but, but what's strange is, Neil, it's, uh, we finally cut the, the fronds off after they were completely crispy crittered. My wife said, don't you touch that thing. Let's wait till we know. And we started seeing the, whatever they're called, the inner shoots that came up from the center. Right. And they grew very fast, very, very prolific. But they have turned into, I don't know, I, I told your your call screener, Mike, it's, it's like some kind of a wild love child from the 60s. They're all twisted and knurled. They're not going to full length. They're not glorious and graceful like they would normally be. And I, I'm, I'm not asking advice what to do. I'm asking for your opinion of what could be happening. Is this just kind of like a, some systemic shock because of what happened? Or yeah, I think so. I think probably, out? probably it'll it'll uh, gradually outgrow that, and and uh, as time passes, the the uh, new leaves that are produced will come out normally i would imagine uh, most of us have not had this experience before with sagos and and uh, we're just gonna have to wait and see how how it evolves but uh, that's i think that's probably what you'll have to do is just give it some time okay well i was so i was very uh, optimistic that all i did was put a double layer of of plant cough material right um Around the uh, the canopy, and because it's it's a very big one, um, a very large sago by I guess by standards, right? And did not wrap the trunk or anything of that nature, and it survived. Ice Mageddon. I was it very, made a, very yeah, much it surprised. made a huge difference. I had somebody post on my Facebook page back when that was possible uh, a photo from San Antonio, and they had three, and they had wrapped them individually, or maybe they did two that stayed wrapped, and one where the wrap blew off, and the two that were wrapped in San Antonio, just covered with the frost cloth, were absolutely perfect. And the third one was just toasted. And uh, it makes all the difference. Frost cloth, as lightweight as it is, is just amazingly effective. So, good deal. Well, I would just sit tight. Yeah, we're awfully awfully far far north for Sagos to have any chance. And I'm amazed that any of them survived and others are saying the same thing, that theirs are coming back. So. Your Facebook page gets uh, gets freed up. Uh, I'll be happy to post a photo and and document the transition. I'd love to see it. I hope it will. And again, and again, and again. Thank you for you and what you do. Thank you. You're very kind. You're loved. Okay. Well, you're very kind. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. You too. All right. Let me uh, tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, and invite you to uh, to to get a copy. I'll guarantee you'll be happy with it, or I'll buy it back from you. No problem. And uh, that's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, now in the fifth printing. It's your go-to gardening reference written for every county in the whole state of Texas, all 254 counties. It will apply to any county. So if you're getting it as a gift, a birthday present for someone, or a, a wedding anniversary present, or whatever it is, or maybe it's just a present for yourself, uh, it will apply to wherever you are. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar. I've never put that in a book before. I used to have uh, Texas gardening calendars back when people uh, used to hang calendars on the wall. And down at the bottom, I would always have some information that would be important things to do in that month. Well, I have amplified that mightily. This is about four or five times as much information each month of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're growing. So that's uh, that's 48 pages, four pages per month. That's chapter two. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, and then individual chapters in great detail on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. 
344 pages, 840 photos, satisfaction completely guaranteed. I sign every copy as it sells, and it's not in stores, not on Amazon. The ways that you can buy it, you can call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com Hummingbirds have arrived. They fly through the air with the greatest of ease. They are acrobatic in their flight. Wild Birds Unlimited has everything that you would possibly need to attract and to sustain hummingbirds in your landscape. Wild Birds Unlimited, you will love your opportunity to visit any of the three stores that sponsor my program. Uh, there are uh, there are several stores in the Metroplex. These three joined together to sponsor this broadcast. 3001 South Harden Boulevard in McKinney. That's Bertie's store, just south of El Dorado on Harden, near Tom Thumb. In Dallas, this is the East Dallas store at 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, the northwest corner of Abrams and Mockingbird. That's Ron's store. He's been there, I think, 18 years. And then in Dallas, actually University Park area, 5715 West Lovers Lane next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. And that's David's store, just barely west of the tollway. And these are beautiful stores with great people who love uh, the uh, wild birds in nature. And they will show you all the things that they have, the feeds and the seeds and the, and the feeders and everything for hummingbirds. Let them help you. It's a wonderful hobby. You'll enjoy it. Oh, my goodness. Involve your kids and grandkids. WBU.com slash DFW. Again, in Dallas, in East Dallas, and in McKinney, Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together. This is Jen from Stone's Ace Hardware at Casaview. When you need reliable, localized help in those great lawn care products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Jen, very, very much. We were just in her store, uh, she and her husband's store, just uh, a few weeks ago. Let's go to Paul in McKinney. Paul, this is Neil. Good mm -hmm. afternoon. Yes, sir. You know, uh, years ago, we had some knockout roses, and of course, they give it up. We had to replace or turn them out. But is there another type of rose that can be planted after several years? Uh, you can plant just about any type of rose that you want to um, after, after a week or two. Goodness, you okay? Uh, however, oh, yeah. yeah. However, uh, <laughs> they're all susceptible to rose rosette virus, and uh, so you're you're still going to have that uh, that that threat. Uh, as far as I'm aware, there is none that is uh, resistant to it yet. Nothing mm, has been determined. Okay. Yeah, the, the growers and the universities are working on finding a resistance, but it's probably, it's probably uh, going to have to come through uh, genetic uh, uh, modification of some sort. There's nothing out there yet. And I'll wait till the Aggies figure it out, I guess. But They're trying. Uh, uh, and I'll put a plug in not naming your advertiser, but I had to have some red tips cut down. And I had a couple of chucks in a truck come by and gave me a price. I called the person that you uh, recommend in advertising. Uh, they sent an arborist out, looked at some stuff, told me what I did. Their price was about half of what the other guy did. Did an excellent job, cleaned up, and left. Fabulous. So, uh, pays to listen to some of the people that you endorse. Well, I'm glad to hear that. They're the best. They're the best it is. So I'm really glad to hear that. Thank you very much, Paul. Yes, sir. Okay. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. 
All right, this is my chance to catch up now, Aaron, in Gainesville. I'll come back and we'll talk brown turkey figs in just a moment. Folks, I have two lines open if you'd like to call 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Callaway's Nursery. Fill your flower beds and containers with the bright, long-lasting colors of Cora, XDR, Vinca, also Purslane, and more. You're going to find a lot of great color at Callaway's Nursery. They make it fun and easy with their big summer-sized plants that make an instant impact. You'll find select 6-inch generous plants for $5.99. They have everything you need to give your garden a fresh, cool pop of color. These cheerful blooms are in a wide variety of colors, and they'll brighten your landscape or patio. These amazing plants can take the challenging Texas summer. They defy the heat. Founded in Texas by Texans, by my friends. You can always count on Callaway's Nursery to bring you the very best flowers, trees, and shrubs, all backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So they invite you to try something new. Callaway's has everything needed for outdoor success. Shop their open-air location in your community or order online. They even offer convenient curbside pickup or delivery. Go to Callaways.com to find a location near you. Make sure to visit their two new locations in Dallas on Greenville Avenue and Lemon Avenue. Open seven days a week from nine until six. Callaways Nursery. It's life lived beautifully. It's Callaways.com. It's a non-stop news cycle. The spread of the Delta variant. The bottom line from Delta is get vaccinated. Implementing an order requiring masking indoors. Budget busting socialist pockets. Start voting next Wednesday. I'm supremely confident. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF KLIF.com. One of the great things you can do for your home is to replace your old window treatments with beautiful plantation-style shutters from Sunburst Shutters. That's the place to call 214-343-2601. We have Sunburst Shutters. We've had them for more than 10 years now, and we love them. My wife was telling somebody about them just a couple of days ago. She is so excited by sunburst shutters now these they're made of polywood designed specifically for a shutter application it's a man-made material it's not wood it looks like wood but it's completely synthetic it contains no natural wood it's solid has the same classic look as wood with many of the benefits but it's warp proof crack proof waterproof and termite proof easy to clean and environmentally friendly and they are also highly energy efficient they uh, will cut down on the heat gain into your house in the hot summer days, and they cut down on the cold drafts in the wintertime. Uh, they're two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louver size. The larger the louver, the fewer lines you see when you open up the shutters. We love sunburst shutters. We have them through our house. We encourage you to take a look. I'll bet you will too. Hollywood shutters are available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601. You can go to their showroom, which is a part of the factory, or better yet, let them bring samples to your home. They'll show them to you. They'll put them up in your windows. Every Sunburst shutter is custom made for each window in your home. Sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601. 2601. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. You can count on vines to soften harsh architectural lines of an otherwise unsightly fence. Chain link fences are at the top of that list, but plain western red cedar fences aren't far behind. Crossvine shrouds those fences attractively, as can Carolina jessamine. Annual vines will give temporary cover, but only for half of the year. The choices to cover masonry surfaces might include clinging vines like Boston ivy and Virginia creeper in full or part sun and English ivy in the shade. Purple winter creeper euonymus is one of our most dependable ground covers. It also will climb vertically as a vine when given the chance. And fig ivy is a favorite in south Texas. It'll be lost when temperatures drop into the high teens. However, we do see it being planted in protected areas in north Texas. One of the most common questions we give about vines is whether they harm trees or walls, and the answer is no. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. 
Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir, very much. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware once again. I enjoy talking about Ace Hardware because I know how nicely you'll be treated when you go in. You will find them to be so so knowledgeable, so helpful. When you go in the front door of an Ace Hardware store, I don't know if they have side doors, you go in the door and they will say, thanks for coming in. How can we help you? And when you say, I need plumbing help or I need paint help or I need gardening help, they will they will find the person who is the best in the store for that particular uh, uh, skill and uh, that will be your helper. And that's why they're so good. Local experts who know the right questions to ask, know the right products to help you with, they're the best. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ace 50-foot all-season Smart Flow Max garden hose for $29.99. Save an extra $5 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $24.99, limit of two. Ace Smart Flow Max is the best premium hose for all your watering needs. Reflex Mesh technology provides all the kinking and twisting that conventional cheaper hoses have. Triple frame technology further prevents kinking and adds durability. Crush proof couplings. I just bought two of these and love them. And never dreaming I'd be doing ads for them just a week or two later. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. So stop by. Remember, you can save $5 per hose, limited to two, by going to Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you wake up. Crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information, 570-KLIF-KLIF.com. KLIF, I'd like to invite you to my website. It's neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. That's where you find the... Um, that's where you find the, the place to sign up for Neil Sperry's eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. It's also where you find 1,001 frequently asked questions and my answers to them. That actually was a book that I wrote several years ago, and when that publisher went out of business, I decided, all right, I'm just going to put it on the website and let people have access to it at no charge. You'll also find my latest book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, at my website, all that and a whole lot more at neilsperry.com. Once again, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. I'm Zach from Jabo's Ace Hardware and the Cove Gifts and Keller Coppell in Fort Worth. Each Ace Hardware store is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Zach, very much. Let's go right back to the phone lines. Now we go to Aaron in Gainesville. Aaron, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Uh, I have a, a I had a, a brown turkey fig that uh, was just coming into bearing, and the Valentine's apocalypse killed it. It's hmm. coming back from the roots, sucker-wise. Is that going to come into bearing, or are they typically grafted? No, they're not grafted. They are rooted from cuttings, and so it will uh, it will produce fruit. Uh, not this year. It may take it uh, next year, maybe the following year, but it will it will bear. Uh, brown turkey is not quite as winter hardy as Celeste. I will say that. But I like that honey flavor of the brown t- turkey. Gotcha, gotcha. No, you you still have a brown turkey. All right, fantastic. Thank you, sir. You're I welcome. Thanks. Some cuttings and moved them around the yard anyway. Well, that's you still have it. All right. Have a, well, thank have you, a great day. Thank you, sir. Let me go to Doreen in North Richland Hills. Doreen, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Neil. So nice to talk to you. Thank you. My pleasure. How can I help you? Well, I have an amazing bed of hardy hibiscus flowers, and they we fertilized them with some palm food, which looked like it killed them, but then they bore like crazy. But now, of course, the flowers... And... Uh, Grasshoppers have decided this looks like their next meal. What can I do about the grasshoppers? Well, there there are several things. The thing you have to remember is that grasshoppers are extremely mobile. And so what you do Mm -hmm. around the hardy hibiscus will perhaps kill the grasshoppers that are right there. But there are plenty of others down the street uh, 
uh, a, right. a house or two away that are going to come flying back in. So what I would recommend is use any of the general purpose insecticides that are labeled for grasshoppers, but instead of spraying down like most of us do, most of us take a sprayer and we spray down over a plant. Instead of, instead of doing that, spray upward so that uh, so that you get them as they as they you know what i said that backwards spray down so that you get them as they try to fly up into the spray most of us will spray right at the plant and and that would just scare the grasshoppers away they'll fly away spray down just as as if you were spray painting you're coating the the plant with it i don't have any idea why i would have said that backwards i've said it many years so Anyway, but uh, the general purpose insecticides are almost all labeled for grasshoppers. They're just going to be difficult. They're big. They're very mobile, and um, yeah. you'll you'll kill. Oh, a I hate them so much. Them. When I yeah. see them, I just whack them. <laughs> well, and that's that's not a bad idea. Are these grasshoppers or katydids? Uh, they're green. I don't know. All right, the the katydids are flat. Katydids look like grasshoppers that got caught in a car door. They're they're flat and they're they're no no. Okay. No, no. These have nice bendy legs and, you know, speckles. No, well, they both do. Numbers. Yeah, they both do. But anyway, uh, well. They're that's, not flat. I don't think they're katydids. Yeah. Katydids are all over heart, uh, uh, tropical hibiscus. They're the things that just really are an annoyance on on the uh, tropical hibiscus. I didn't, didn't know which you had. Either would be possible. But that's that's okay. the uh, that's the solution. Same thing for if it was katydids, I'd use the same, same general purpose. Same thing. I generally, they're they're a little more solitary, at least have been in, in our landscape, and so I'll usually just go out and find it and capture it and throw it to the ground hard, and, and that usually gets rid of them that way. It sounds violent, but I'm just Thank fed up Thank you so with much them. for your help. You're welcome. Appreciate your call. Thanks for listening. I love right. your show, and by the way, my uh, Ace Hardware is a cursed Ace Hardware that sponsors you. That's great. Well, I hope you tell them thanks because they, uh, they make it possible. I will definitely. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Thank you. Let me go to uh, John in Trophy Club. And uh, this is going to work out timing-wise perfectly. John, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, to share, my uh, beautiful wife, Tracy, uh, gifted me with your book last year. And I certainly appreciate having that in my, uh, my library. It's been a great resource. Super. Um, I have a couple of probably 20-gallon plantings by the front door. I, I keep just basic things in there, sweet potato vine, things like that. But I like to put some vinca or periwinkle. I know there's a slight difference there. But I, I think I've been dealing with periwinkle. And my understanding is with the fungus that comes with, you know, having periwinkle in the same place year after year is that, um, you know, it can, it can definitely uh, – make it a bit of a mess i'm i don't know i've I've changed the uh the dirt out and i'm not sure um what to do because the the last batch of a periwinkle that i bought looked beautiful for about three weeks and then it just dried right up the leaves curled and uh it it i've I've had to replace it with lantana all right yeah that's uh, disappointing the um Disease that John is talking about is is one that is hard to spell, hard to say. Uh, it is a water mold fungus called Phytophthora. Uh, there are there are several water mold funguses. Many of uh, uh, many gardeners are familiar with the term damping off of seedlings, and they're in that same category, Rhizoctonia and Pythium. But the aerial Phytophthora, the one that gets uh, periwinkles is just awful and and uh, the the plant breeders have been very active in trying to hybridize periwinkles to get uh, resistance to that and the cora series uh, was very good for a while at uh, having resistance to uh, to phytophthora and then it began to develop problems and now you see cora xdr extra disease resistant and uh, so that is the state of the art currently. I don't know if it occasionally will come down with the Phytophthora two or not. I, not that I have been aware, but I yeah. would I would try that. And I also uh, and you're correct. Phytophthora two, okay. I, I would try that also. XDR mm-hmm. Cora C O R A and then XDR the initials. And I would also uh, you're correct in in changing the soil each year. That's that's a good plan. 
Uh, I would sure. go down several inches, and I'd use a very loose, highly organic uh, potting soil that's going to drain very freely. Um, I would even maybe just take a, a wet uh, wash, old washcloth or something and wash the side of the pot to get that cleaned off right. and then put okay. your new potting soil in and get a, get a really lightweight brand, something that is just really well-draining. And don't plant periwinkles until uh, until June. Don't put them out yep. when it's still rainy. Okay. And, and then when you water, be careful that you don't splash water all over the plants. Uh, be careful yeah, where you buy your plants. Yeah, soil for the roots. Yeah, well, it's it's spread by splashing water. That's why it's called a water mold fungus. Um, okay. Be careful that you just water down on the soil. And also be careful when you buy the plants, look everything over very, very cautiously at the nursery to make sure that all of their plants look healthy, that there's not a, an outbreak over there somewhere where, where some of them are beginning to wilt from this, uh, this problem. To other people who are not familiar with what we're talking about, uh, the, the infected plants look like somebody put a hot knife up against their stem. There's a little mm-hmm. gray lesion that forms, and then the, the plant wilts from that point upward, and pretty quickly the whole plant is lost. So, hey, Neil, and, yeah. and I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, I just fine. wanted to ask if, um, you know, because I, I, those were not inexpensive periwinkles, so if I, you know, could I possibly move them to a more well-drained area, such as a bed somewhere, and you know, see if I, would, I could bring them back, or would oh, that? Oh no, not if they're if they're them? infected. I don't think I don't think that's going to work, because okay. um, they're weakened already, and I think it's just going to weaken them more. You know, another thing, John, that you might try. I've never made this recommendation, but. When you buy them in pots, um, or when you buy them, you might put them in uh, six inch, or since you said you have this great big pot on each side or whatever, you might put them in um, you might put them in eight inch pots and sink the pots down into the soil, leave them up above the the, the soil line in the big pots by the rim of the pot size so they're maybe an inch above grade or inch and a half and lift them out when you water lift them out and put them on the on the pavement and water them so that they're double potted and so they drain right away they're not sitting in that old you know in the in the big pot it's a lot of work but if you really want periwinkles that is an option or maybe put them in their own pot by themselves down at the bottom on the on the as kind of a you know a secondary kind of a uh, planting and go ahead and put the lantana in there right off the bat <laughs> well i mean is there something else that you would i mean because i thought that periwinkles were you know they could handle the texas sun they could handle the dry conditions they can, they can handle everything except phytophthora and it's just a, okay <laughs> it's a deal breaker we i grew up using periwinkles everywhere and that was just the plain sure. old all-american reseeding periwinkles and this disease moved in, I don't know, 30 or 35, 40 years ago, and it, it, it took them totally out of the picture, absolutely and totally out of the picture. And I didn't recommend periwinkles for 20 years, and then all of a sudden Cora came along, and, um, and, and they, were, they were good. And then all of a sudden some of the beds that I was looking at that people had planted that I knew were Cora's, suddenly, oh, look there, I think, it, I think Phytophthora's coming back in. And so, um, you know, it's... So I could find those at Callaway's, perhaps? Callaway's has been featuring the XDRs for the last month or so. Yeah, they have. Excellent. And they're beautiful. Well, thanks so much, Neil. I really appreciate your You're help welcome. and uh, your guidance on this. Have a great day and enjoy your weekend. I shall. Thank you. Have a wonderful one. Take care. You All right. That uh, is that. I'm going to take my last break, and then we have Pastor Tommy Brummett to talk about hummingbirds coming up in just a moment. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my... Uh, latest book and it is my baby it's the first book i have self-published carolyn sky was the editor cindy smith the graphic designer and the three of us did this book it took us a year to do it and we all live within about 10 miles of one another a lot of electronic sharing of data and photos and everything else and every once in a while we would meet and discuss things Uh, 11 chapters uh, 344 pages, 840 photographs, more than 25 multi-page charts in the book. So it really covers everything that you could possibly want for every county in the state. All topics of outdoor gardening, 
lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, now in its fifth printing. It's only thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage. One of the things that uh, I have noticed with the book uh, is that... Um, sorry, someone forgot to turn the phone off here in my office. The, uh, the 67,000 copies sold to date... No request for refund. I always guarantee satisfaction or I'll refund every penny. Book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. I decided to do that because I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to have to go through all the agonies of dealing with distributors and, and retail. I just wanted to sell it directly out of my house, directly to your uh, mailbox. And it's worked out beautifully. I sign every copy as it sells. So the ways that you can buy it, you can call my office like that. That phone call coming in just a moment ago, or you can, uh, the better way, <laughs> don't call right now, please. Uh, the number to call during the week, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, I'll be signing tomorrow night, and this will be from the ones that have been ordered online, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. It's getting hot, it's going to get very dry, and foundations are about to go for a rough ride. Advanced Foundation Repair can come to your rescue. If you have had foundation problems in past summers, you have them still unless you've taken corrective measures. Advanced Foundation Repair can determine the extent of the foundation problems. They will tell you what they are and what it would cost to fix them. I think you're going to be amazed at the the, uh, small amount of the cost, and you will be pleased with how quickly they can get the work done and how careful they are in their work. I've advertised for Advanced Foundation Repair for 26 years. On the web, they are foundationrepairs.com, plural, foundationrepairs.com. There's a lot of useful information on their website. Their phone number is 214-333-0003. They have brought their uh, their uh, uh, industry way forward. They were the first ever to give a guarantee of their work and make it transferable from owner to owner to owner and to back their work with cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. They have patented several different aspects of their work. They are leaders. They have earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. Give them a call, won't you? 214-333-0003 Advanced Foundation Repair. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great home repair products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mike, very, very much. And normally during that time, if um, if he had a wedding or something else that he had to do on a Saturday afternoon, we would have had a recorded message from Pastor Tommy Broma, but we have the real deal right now. It's our pastor from First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Tommy, how are you? I am great, Neil. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing just super. It's kind of steamy out there, but I'm doing fine. This would be a good day to be inside the house looking out at the hummingbirds, wouldn't it? It would be a good day to look at hummingbirds <laughs> from the inside out. That's exactly right. Yes. I, I think it would be. I... Um... I really want to uh, I, I want to talk about hummingbirds, but I also want to give you a chance to invite folks to stop by our church tomorrow. 
What uh, what time are services? Tell us a little bit about First United Methodist Church. We have services at eight o'clock. 9 o'clock, 10.05, and 11.10. We have traditional services in our sanctuary, contemporary services, and we have two services in our Melissa Church, which is a beautiful uh, new building on Highway 5 in Melissa. And all of that information, Neil, can be found on our website at sharingtheheart.org, including our live stream worship services, which we are continuing to offer. And that's at 10.05 for traditional and 11.10 for, uh, for the contemporary service, right? That's exactly right, at oh. sharingtheheart.org. All right. And the, uh, the sanctuary itself is just beautiful, folks. You need to, you need to come see the, uh, the, the one in downtown McKinney, 315 North Church Street. Hope you'll, uh, hope you'll join us there. Tommy, hummingbirds are, uh, are the jewels of the summertime. How many species do we have in, in the North Texas area? There are several, aren't there? There, there are several, uh, but, but right in our area, generally it's ruby-throated. Sometimes uh, the black-chinned hummingbird uh, will ease on over. As you get over toward West Texas, uh, you'll find rufous hummingbirds and uh, lucifer hummingbirds coming up into Big Bend. But most of the little hummers that you see around here are ruby-throated hummingbirds. All right, and the the proper mix for hummingbird uh, feeders is what mix of water to sugar. It's so easy. It's four to one. If you if you get a little more water, that won't hurt anything. But four parts water to one part sugar. Uh, mix that up. Stir it up. You don't need to put red dye in it. You don't need to boil your water. You just mix it up really well. Uh, and put it out in your feeders. And I tell you, Neil, as hot and as humid as it's been these days, about every four days that that starts to ferment and get a little cloudy, and it's time to empty those out, clean up your feeders, which is an easy thing to do. Just put them in, in, in a sink with a little dish soap, wash them up, put a little vinegar in there, let them sit to kill that mold out of there, let them dry real well. Uh, that takes about 45 minutes, and you can put them back out in the Hummingbirds will come. Really need to rinse them several times to get that uh, dishwashing soap out. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. That's right. And, and then That's and right. then drain them, and you're all set. Your house dry, uh, dries faster than our house, I think, Tommy. I think we have more humidity or something. <laughs> Hummingbirds are really fun. And, folks, if you get two feeders, put them about 20 feet apart and watch the uh, – Watch the bully birds chase <laughs> chase the birds back and forth. They They're are amazing so birds. Fun. What a blessing. Yes, they are. They are fun. Well, come to our church, sharingtheheart.org, First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Pastor Tommy Brummett. Tommy, thank you. God bless you, Neil. Thank you. He has, and, and same to you. Thank you so much. Folks, thanks for listening. We'll be back next Saturday, same time, and tomorrow morning at 8.20 a.m. dial from 8 until 10. Until then... Happy gardening.